Welcome to Bold Thinking, entrepreneurial stories honestly told. In a world full of chaos, this is a podcast about the people making positive change in the world, using bold thinking to transform businesses and themselves. And I'd like to introduce today Jade Swaby. Amazing. I'm a big fan of Jade's. Jay began her professional clothes designer as one of the biggest branding agencies in the world before making quite a big jump to KFC on the client side. She's always had a dream of setting up her own business, though. And while still at KSC, she qualified as a spin instructor. So she's sitting here looking very, very fit and healthy <laughs> opposite me. Um, one thing led to another, and she's brought together her love of design and well-being into her new business, freshly launched, called I Brand You. So I really want to say a big thank you to Jade for coming in today and congratulations on setting up a new business in this whole sort of a little bit world of chaos at the moment. So Jade, first question for you is tell us about your boldest idea. A bit of a spoiler because we've already said about (laughs) iBrand you. So yeah, go for it. I'd love to hear more about it. Of course. Um, Well, firstly, thank you and hello. It's so good to reconnect with you Mm. again, face to face, vocally. Um, appreciate all the energy and the support always. You're a big part of my journey, so it's all relative. Um, but yeah, my boldest idea probably is I brand you. Um, it's been an idea that probably I didn't know the detail of how it would manifest, but I could feel it. So I've probably mm. felt this idea from my university days, which is, yeah, nearly 20 years ago, just under. Um, and I knew that the essence would be I want to create my own space, my own brand, my own something to help other people. Mm. Um, and then I've just probably, now I look back and unpack everything and see the stepping stones to get to I brand you now. So, yeah. But that definitely, yeah, that's definitely been my boldest purpose also. I, I feel like it's my purpose. So what, explain to us what I brand you is about. Of course. So essentially, when you really break it down, it's about self. It's yeah. about I in philosophy, I am. Um, and with my passion for branding and my experience over the years and creating something that obviously is just an idea, although everything you imagine is real. So anything that is an idea and then making it real and touching all the senses, physical, smelling all of them so you can actually see and feel something. I've always loved this Um and the why behind that. So why does it look a certain way? Why does it feel a certain way? What's the strategy behind it? Which, as you know, on that journey, I've learned how to do that. Mm. And that's kind of what lights my fire. So I've always kind of, when you pull it back, actually, what about the human and the person mm. who's in that space? What about them and their own personal brand? Mm. And then that's when the two kind of came together. So it was about self, uh, your own brand, your own self. And then if you can really connect with yourself... Not just moving, but mind, body, soul, you can really show up and do what you're here to do. So it's, yeah, about really understanding yourself, mind, body, soul, so you can just thrive. So what does I, um, what does I brand you do for a customer? I'm your customer and I say to you, look, I'd love to be part of your business. What are you going to help me with? What are you going to do for me? What is the core of your offer? Amazing. Yeah, essentially it's conscious well-being. Yeah. So it's about you and your well-being, but being really conscious about it. Um, At the moment, how it's manifesting is through personal training. But for me, it isn't just fitness. It's about holding space and sacred space for you in that time that we connect. Uh, The tool is through movement, but it's so much deeper than just doing 
X, Y, Z in terms of like what the workout would be. It's about you connecting mm-hmm. to self. So essentially, uh, it is training. Um, and then it varies from one-on-one to if you want to do it with your partner, especially in the world that we're in now and everyone's at home, uh, your friends, because obviously we're not being able to be out socialising as much. Mm-hmm. So we've got the virtual amazingness. The virtual is our gym. Mm-hmm. Um, different companies, boot camps. I do like a lot of coaching consultations, which has naturally come out just because sometimes people just want space to connect and talk. Um, And then obviously I was at Cycle London, so I did a lot of that in front of people Mm. and kind of brought 50, 100, 150 sometimes per day into a space where they can just be uh, using music and movement as our tool. Um, And then again, my design background. So how does your space help you feel well? So the essence is conscious well-being, but helping you feel well within and around you. So I ring you up tomorrow and I say, what would be like your biggest challenge that you hear from people at the moment in this sort of quite chaotic world? What do people ring you up and say, Jade, I need help? What does that, what do they mean? What do they say to you? Um, A lot of my clients, it's motivation, uh, accountability, Um, someone that will just hold space for the challenges. Um, I'm finding that the goals are much more about themselves and their well-being and just being able to just be well rather than a specific smart goal, which is very interesting that up until now that's kind of been the main focus. So I kind of listen. What's a smart goal? Just having something that's much more measurable, much more tangible. So whether it's a much more physical goal and say, for example, on the most simplest terms, you wanted to go from doing one press up to 15, Mm. something very Mm. like this, uh, to a bigger thing, I'm running a marathon. So Mm. there's different kind of goals, Mm. small, medium Mm. and to long term. Um, But some of my clients I've had for six months, eight months, and they're just, Jade, I just want a space every hour, five days a week, just to connect with my Mm. body. Mm. And this is enough for them, Mm. you know? So I've really noticed... Uh, the the request and what people are needing and the support is to connect to their body and just kind of really just be whole Mm. um, and be well, really, and using your body to help you do that. So does that sort of include a bit of counselling, a bit of health and diet advice, a bit of exercise? Is that a bit of everything? Yeah, eventually, this is also what I'm really hearing. Um, People really want the nutrition side the fuel side. So this is how my approach to fitness and what I share and communicate. So people want the 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want the nutrition. How do I eat well so I can be well, so I can show up? Um, a lot of mothers as well, pre and postnatal, that they're very interested in their, in their well-being. Mm-hmm. So this is also coming through. Um, so yeah, that's kind of. So does like, do you think do. the whole sort of pandemic has affected the way people view their health? Has this been a big inspire of your business? A hundred percent. I think because their tools have been paused, um, whereas the concept of everyone leaving their house and going into a communal hub together, this hub is now closing or we're not quite sure. So people are, they're still at home, you know, so their tools have changed. So it's kind of just pulling everything back and going back to self. So do you think that um what what do you think when when people sort of say look I'm going to I'm going to do these set I'm going to do I'm going to come to iBrand new in a month's time what do you think the difference is going to be Oh my goodness so the feedback I have is just gratitude mm-hmm. uh first and foremost um for that time for the understanding for the compassion for um not being their perception of like a trainer who doesn't really listen to them. Mm. Um, 
so yeah, gratitude for that because it affords them space to listen to themselves. So then they always feel stronger mentally, physically as well. But interestingly, I said mentally first after training. Mm-hmm. And then this is the paramount, you know, the, the physical comes secondary once your mind is at the highest strength that it can be and you're able to really lean in to help you be there. Mm. So, yeah, gratitude for that space and that time um, and how it then just radiates to the rest of their life, really. Mm. And do you feel like, you know, what have you learned along the way on this whole journey, you know, from working in the design industry first and foremost and being, you know, very successful in that? Then you went to KFC, which is actually almost quite opposite, dare I say, to that in the the food, to then sort of like, you know, I own Brand You, which is all about health, well-being, mental health. So, you know, what have you learned along the way on your journey? That's quite a, a, a different career path isn't it yeah a hundred percent and it's interesting you say that because obviously my mind did think oh how does this add up how Mm. why am I being uh, directed on this path um because it kind of yeah the KFC came to me like they approached me to to see so I was a bit "Mm, not sure however I always feel I always feel like actually things happen for a reason Mm. things show up for a reason um if there's a perception rather than leaning into that perception, how can I help change? Mm-hmm. You know, can you go inside and help change mm-hmm. and change your perception? Um, and also the brand is an amazing brand. Like the people there are amazing. Um, so what you sometimes find in your life is wherever you are, there's things that actually really are a benefit at the time, like the connections and the people and what are you really going to learn and the impact you can have are bigger they're the, they're the mm. real things, mm. you know, rather than the perception of mm. what people may feel. Um, that just becomes really just something you're going to help change. Mm. But the realness of like the connections and what you can learn and your growth, this is then the driver to for a decision. So that's what drove my decision. Growth and being in a business. I always knew, remember, I wanted to create my brand. So mm. I had the creative side. This is now the business side of how to run a global uh, business, which was an amazing opportunity. Yeah, I mean, so how long were you at KFC for? I was there for four years. Wow, that's gone yeah. quite quick, didn't it? And four what, years. I mean, what did you get from those four years? Oh my goodness, it was incredible. Like, I don't think obviously I would have known upon entering because I'd never been client side prior. Yeah. Um, I've always been the other side of the table and just been able to hear the clients. But what I used to love is when I felt I always had a really good connection with my clients when I was agency side. So this was a really yeah. interesting insight for myself. Uh, two, I kind of wanted to be able to have the power to write the brief yeah. and to kind of set the direction and kind of help help with that side. Um, so this was a really good opportunity. Secondly, just when you go inside, you're able just to do so much. You know, you are the client. You're able to kind of just have a voice and be part of that change. Um, And you just learn so many different things that you can't do when you're agency side because it's the other way around. Mm. You know, the dynamic is slightly different. Um, I also got to travel. So this was huge. And the designs that I did was able to impact around the world, which was also incredible. Mm. So even now I walk along the street and I can see my legacy in the KFCs, you know, and I left quite a few years ago. Mm. So this is the why, Mm. you know, what's your legacy in life? And if I can see a space, again, helping people feel whatever the aim is of that feeling in an environment Mm. 
And five years time, 10 years later, I can still see how my mind is then manifested this in the real mm. and people can experience that space then. I feel like I've fulfilled, you know. So what's your aspirations for iBrand New? Obviously, you set up the business, what, six months, a year ago? Well, it's been running for a while. I mean, I became a personal trainer while I was at Cycle, so about three years, two or three years. So really, I've been doing this anyway. It's just um, all come together. And obviously, now it's kind of been named and shared. But the, the brand and the idea has kind of been just in the background piping I've been doing more so um, but now it's obviously just publicly launched So what's the aspiration for this business model you know obviously we're in a in a weird sort of time at the moment but strangely I think there's winners and losers in in the Covid sort of uh, era and my gut feeling from the sort of agency side of Honest is that you know you're in a a massively growing if there's a need in society then businesses will do well around it and Mm -hmm. you're plump plumb in that sort of need territory which for me suggests that you can do incredibly well so beyond yourself what's the aspiration for this business do you see yourself having more people growing premises being online more you know where do you see this sort of business growing and progressing oh my goodness a hundred percent wherever people need support at at the end of the day without people there is nothing Mm. so this is always your answer in terms of what do we need as a human race. Um, secondly, I feel like we've been conditioned to seek outside to kind of help heal, but actually you can do that within. Mm. So what that could look like is then what are the tools to help this? Mm. You know, so is it that it's more virtual? We respond to this if we're able, to, if we have to be inside or actually this becomes just the way it is. Mm. Um, whether I do my own studio and actually there's like a mothership, um nutrition again obviously so there's the core things of your pyramid your shelter Mm. your food you know your clothing so merchandise um retreat spaces there's lots of different things Mm. but again with my design background and the space it's then yeah bringing it all together hence yeah the studio which i mentioned as well well it's interesting i was reading the other day that article about gymshark yeah have you heard of the guys that you know basically he you know he just had this aspiration for setting up a you know, a new sort of gym, um, range of clothes with a really lovely philosophy. And then yes. I think he hit a billion pounds Instantly. a day. Yeah. You know, I think in what, nine years was it? Yeah. Um, you know, can you see yourself there? Well, I feel like if you keep running, you just have to and keep believing and keep listening to what your clientele need. There's no reason why you can't achieve. Yeah. This is my glass half full, um, full belief system. Staying in your own lane and focus and listening to what is needed of you, you know. So what's a measure of success for you? I mean, you know, we work with some amazingly big global brands on us. We work with entrepreneurs and, you know, some people say, you know, what is a measure? When, when you really sit back and say, you know what, this has been successful and what, what would you measure that by? If I'm honest, um, it already feel for me, it is successful purely from the feedback I get from my clients. Mm. on on that level um yeah for me it's about the impact and how it helps people feel if i can help people thrive and therefore their ripple effect so it is about the ripple effect in my eyes Mm. if i help that one person and they help two people and those two people help another four and it continues to ripple this is unfounded like it the the ripple is huge Mm. so if you start and focus on where you are and they change 
and they have a different approach to how they see life and themselves and they change and then it impacts and radiates on who they connect mm. with, et cetera, et cetera. This is huge. So that kind of is my nucleus. This is my my why. Everything else around it is then what then, mm. you know, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah, that that's my driver for success. I think as well, like, I've set up two businesses now, as you know, and I've known Jade for many years. Um, and, you know, if you go back and read the old textbooks, you know, traditionally as an entrepreneur, you know, you're judged by the person that works the longest hours, the latest yeah. nights, you know, picks up the emails at whatever in the morning. And I think it sometimes scares people about setting up businesses. Yes. You know, and I think it can be, oh, I set up my own business and I'm literally going to have to work myself to death for a few years. I've never had that philosophy. Jay's laughing at me because I do work <laughs> hard, as we all know. But, you know, what... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So what would you say to, like, you know, somebody that wants to set up their own sort of business as an entrepreneur and how do you manage your own life-work balance mm. and not do a million hours and burn yourself out? What does that mean? What does that look like? Um, I mean, I feel maybe quite fortunate that I've been able to find a passion in life that I love. Mm. Um, prior to that, I used to read in the books, once you find your passion, you feel like you never work a day again. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. However, I do believe that. I don't mm. feel like I'm working per se, like the perception of work, where it's like a chore or you're having mm. to get up. For me, this is what I'm here to do. So it's what also crazily it's what lights me up as well so it's yeah. all it's all um vibrational yeah you know so that why would you not want to do it why would mm. you not want to help if you find something that you love um and it naturally flows through you and then you're helping other people this is then so i would say again listen to your niggle find what you love and if you can make that into a business like you know educate yourself get your qualifications get everything that you need and then start small mm. start small don't run too quickly like mm. feel your give yourself a chance to feel your way through it find out where your what your niche is as well you know mm. what's your own usp what makes you different to the all the competition um and then believe in that mm. and then run with that mm. uh don't worry about the expectation of long hours and what your perception is it that's just yeah you mm. you are you're in your own boss mm. so it's yeah. interesting isn't it i've had i have people said to me especially my mom my mom's joked with me over the years and said oh wish you'd, you'd have gone and worked on a you know wish you'd have gone and worked at a checkout in tesco's no yeah. disrespect to tesco's because i've got some good friends at work there i think it's just around the fact that it's clocking in clocking out and i'm yes. not saying anyone that works in a supermarket is like that by the record that's just her perception but actually, when you become an entrepreneur, it's, you know, it, you do start loving it and enjoying it. And, you know, you you do find yourself waking up in the night with an idea and you 100%. can't just clock it down to I'm doing 24 hours a day. It's not like it doesn't work like that. Does it doesn't it? work like that. It's it doesn't work like that at all. I don't think. it. Yeah. When you're starting out, I mean, maybe ask me again in five years or 10 years. I'm not sure. But. For me, because my purpose is me being here and it comes through me, so I don't know when that's going to come. I'm just very in tune. Mm. It might be 3 a.m. It may be 9 a.m. in the morning, mm. 6 a.m. It may be when I'm running. It might be when I'm training and I can feel vibration mm. back from my clients. It, and my receptors are so open. Mm. Uh, so then it, I'm just responding to whatever comes to me. Mm. you know. And so that can't really fit between a 9 and a 5 or how, however yeah. long hours you do. 
Um, but what I am grateful for is having that experience mm. because the tools of how to have structure around running the business also have to apply because mm. you don't want to burn yourself out. So you then balance, mm. you know, it's a balance, I feel. Mm. Um, yeah, structure, but then the freedom to be fluid and then to be the entrepreneur you're, you're here to be. You know, and I think using your gifts is massive, isn't it? You know, you're yes. absolutely using your gifts and looking amazing because of it. Thank and you. I suppose in the sort of like the world of tomorrow, you know, let's say, for example, I'm in a job I really don't like. Yeah. I'm really unhappy in it. You know, how do you get from being in a job you don't like to in a job that you love like you do? How do you, what What do you do? There's no easy way. You have to put in the work. I mean, I'm just, this is then when that yeah. side of me comes out. Because yeah. um, if you want it enough and you believe in it, then you will. You'll find the energy. You'll find the the go-getter. You'll find what you do, what you have to do. Um, and then it will work out. But you have to put it in. It doesn't come, mm. there's nothing without action, mm. you know, so you have to show up, put in the, you have to make sacrifices, that's one thing, and be okay with this. What sacrifices? Um, you may do things that actually you don't fully, fully enjoy, but actually the bigger picture outweighs your why. Mm. Uh, so you, for example, they may be in a job where actually isn't fully lighting their fire, but actually um, there's huge benefits. Mm. So you've sacrificed that little bit of something mm. uh, you might not always see your friends and your family as much because you're working or your hours are slightly different um, just things that maybe everyone's sacrifices will be different I suppose mm. but things that actually you have to be prepared to maybe pause or let go of until you can prioritise mm. other things you mm. know I mean I often sort of say to people that come to me with a great new business idea you know, it takes. It, you know, I'm not. I'm not belittling it, by the way. But it can take a minute to have a brilliant idea, but actually, one or two or three years to activate it. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, which and, is why I say start small. Yeah, and sure. I think people get overwhelmed with that and say, "Oh my God, I'm suddenly going to have to resign next week." And I always say to them, "Look, stay in your current job, yes. keep on the path, keep paying the bills, but in the background, if you can spare five or ten hours a week." to yeah. retrain, to go back to university, yeah. to do the course, to do the thing that you love. And then bit by bit over that year or two or three, suddenly you find that you can do, you know, 20 hours a week. Yeah. or you know, 100%. And that's the kind of path that mm. I took um, without worrying about what's the time frame. And yeah, worry, and true. putting that pressure on because equally, I also loved the, the full-time job, but equally the niggle of moving was also getting louder and louder that I couldn't ignore it. Yeah. Um, so I did work seven days a week for two years, you yeah. know. So you, this is also, again, the sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Your time uh, not being free as much like socially. So, you ha you know, it's like, mm. what are you prepared to do to fulfill your purpose? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, how optimistic are you and what do you see for yourself a year from now? I'm very optimistic. I mean, that might just be my nature. I'm very glass half full anyway. I feel mm. very lucky to be of this side. Um, but I genuinely feel with change always comes opportunity. Mm. Whatever the change is. Always, always, it's how it works. Mm. It's the law of attraction. So um, I feel the whole world is going through such a huge change. So there is, a, and obviously it's quite, it's extremely hard. It's unfounded for so many people. Mm. That isn't to be uh, ignored and we absolutely hold space for this. But equally, I feel like there is also so much opportunity in that time to respond to the change 
and however that manifests. Mm. My personal business is about your be- you being well and consciously and helping the self. So I feel in this time of change, it's going to be quite unsettling for people. So there's a huge um, space to help this and support this for people, you know, mm. and not really needing much apart from your body. This is kind of amazing, mm. you know. Well, it's interesting because, you know, we work with a lot of brands and businesses at Honest and they spend you know, huge amounts of money and resource. And I think it's the right thing to do for the record, building their own brand, yeah. understanding their values, their positioning, their mission, what yes. they stand for in the world on anything from sustainability right through to people, to culture. Yeah. But actually on our own personal self, like you said earlier, we don't always spend enough time on our inner core and our inner strength on our inner values. Yes. You know, and I, I had someone say to me, um, I wasn't very well about three or four months ago, and um, I took a couple of weeks off work, and then I, I, I went back to work too uh, too early, yeah. and I was in a bit of a bad mood on a on a call with somebody, and they said, Julia, don't be less than who you are, and I said, you know what's so true, and actually what that meant as a person, I think I'm I'm quite optimistic and bright and yes, shiny, absolutely, but I'd sort of allowed myself because of that to be a bit like who I wasn't so investing in I brand you is really important because that's about understanding your values and being the most of who you are and living your values and dreams and doing your gifts isn't it yeah because then if you can do that and I'm doing that and everyone else is doing it Mm. this is the way forward you Mm. know the impact of that the monopoly effect is huge Mm. So this is the why, like, it's so much bigger than than me, which is why I feel like it will be, you know what I mean? Like, listening to then how that manifests, it will be successful, mm. um, for sure. But, yeah, self is number one and then everything else. In, in like, a positively way, not, mm. like, in a selfish way. I don't want it to come across like this, but understanding and having time to tune mm. in. No, I mean, I think it's really important in, in culture and business culture for people to sit back and think... You know, if I'm well, then I can help my family, I can help mm-hmm. the business more, you know, and actually taking that extra hour to walk around the park with a dog 100%. or to do the nice breathing or it's almost felt, it's felt like a bit in the world, like a um, an indulgence. Yes. And I think what you're saying is it it's a necessity. It's 100%. not an indulgence, isn't yeah. it? It's almost an injustice to self if you don't do it. That's how, that's how yeah. far... I will say, and how much I believe. Do in you it. think businesses, when you when you work for big organisations and cultures, encourage that? I thought I've been very lucky that the big organisations that I have worked for, or the big organisation, did believe in well being. Mm. Um, so th- I was very fortunate in this space. Um, I mean, maybe typically a few years ago when I was younger, and I would hear the energy. Maybe not so, mm. not so much. I think it's changed. Um, but it's a hard dynamic. It's such a balance because equally uh, we're in a Western world. Like we have to also have successful businesses and we have to make money, etc. Mm. So it's such a balance. Mm. Um, but I do feel like it's changing. I feel like people hold time and respect people's uh, connection to moving or whatever it is, whether it's yoga or dancing or whatever your passion is, to help you then show up brighter and lighter and more just be able to do more, you know. So I think people respect that mm. more so. Because I think, like you said, if 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 you feel well, you know, you it, it's an unstoppable energy, it's good unstoppable, health, isn't it? A hundred percent. And none of us know, none of us know really anything after this moment right here, right now. So why not use 
Why not be the best you can be in the moment right here, right now? Mm. If we're gifted, however much after, then this is all a gift. Mm. You know, when you take away all of that, then be the best you can be in that time. Mm. There's a lot of... So do you think, does the world need bold thinking at the moment? I definitely do. Mm. I mean, I'm from this camp anyway, so I could never... I, my brain doesn't think any other way, um, which is really, really interesting over the years as you go through mm-hmm. friendship groups, et cetera, and just see how everyone's different, which I think there's a need for everyone. Um, but in answer to your question, yes, I think, I mean, absolutely. It's help, what helps the world go around and help us progress and change and be better. So mm-hmm. 100%. So what would your advice be to someone that's got a great idea for a business? What would you, what would you suggest to them to do? I would say, number one, write it down. And that sounds really like, but actually write it down and unpack it and sit with it and play with it and vision it. Visualize it, like close your eyes and see it, meditate Mm. on it. Like believe in it to the point where you are the number one customer and you are the number one fan because you are. Mm. Um, And hold that. It could be in five years, it could be in 10 years, it could be through your children. You don't really know, but it's been gifted for a reason, number one. Mm. Then number two, do your research, educate yourself in the field, understand, get your qualifications. Three, surround yourself around people that are of that nature. Not mm. in, not necessarily the industry, but in terms of entrepreneurs, mm. the leaders, the inspiration, the motivation, people that are further than you so you can see it can be done. Mm. If you're going to be behind, you're not going to ever see where you can go. Mm. You know, that's really, really important. Mm. Um, so build your network and your friendship groups around that energy. Be prepared to, to it may change and be, be okay with this. Um, and number four, one of my friends, she's a psychologist actually, and I remember never forgetting. And I was like, oh, I'm finding it really hard. I can hear people saying this. I'm not sure. She's like, they're just the bozos on your bus. Mm. So don't worry about all of that. That's just mm. their opinion. Mm. And I respect it. But that necessarily isn't the truth. Mm. So do you? Mm. I think for me, when I, I I help a few people at the moment, just just like you know, just because I've done it myself twice now, I sort of feel like yeah. I've been around the block a bit. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is is confidence. You know, yes. really get. You're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of people have great ideas. Put it on paper, and then have the confidence in yourself to follow it through, and the ups and downs of that. And yeah. actually, you know, you know, as part of this podcast, we spoke to um, a couple of people like Charlie Brooks and Helen Addis who've setting up um, very different businesses. But I think one of the main things we've been talking about, um, you know, as part of the, the thing, honest, is saying to people, you know, what you can do it. And I think belief in yourself is, is massive, isn't it? It's the number one, 100%. And that's one of my, um, that's part of my philosophy when I train, like self-belief is number one. Yeah. Because if you don't believe in mm. self... How are you ever, as we all know, but it's so true, yeah. like take anyone else to come with you or get anyone else to believe in what your offer is yeah. because it will come through in all your energies yeah. and people will feel it. We all really communicate on that level before speech. Mm-hmm. So you have to like sit in it and believe in it and then ride the wave. No, I think it's really important. It's interesting. I, Jade knows I've written a novel about. Yeah, I finished it about a year ago, and this isn't a plug for the novel, by the way. <laughs> but um, one of the things, even I was surprised about, was that having set up two businesses and worked with some of the world's biggest brands, and you know, some amazing people. How 
actually vulnerable I've been. Yeah. And I've actually had to have people it's say incredible. to me, you know what, you're okay, you're all right, you know, you're okay, you're going to yes. be okay with it because, it, you know, it's been a passion of mine for years. But we can all doubt ourselves, can't oh, we? 100%, because we're human. And that actually is what makes us magical. Yeah. So if we were to remove that side, it wouldn't be as like, beautiful and light and spicy and exciting so that's what makes us connect to other people our vulnerability so for me I would say for also people starting out my last thing don't be afraid of that yeah. You know, lean into that. Let it be your motivation. Yeah. So what if, if I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, it's not going to do very well, you know. Uh, but And then you have to ask yourself, why do you think that? Yeah, yeah. true. You know, what? what is it that your mind is telling you? And is it true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. You're absolutely right. Jade, I've absolutely loved uh, talking to you today. I mean, Jade's one of my favourite people in life. And I'm not <laughs> just saying that because so much I just love the fact that you've, you know, you've had three very different careers and now I know yeah. I'm going to be sitting here in five years' time interviewing Jade and, and she will be successful. I know that for Thank sure. You. And what that success looks like, whether it's a, a billion pound Gymshark business or, <laughs> um, I don't know, a retreat in uh, in Jamaica, which is, you know, Jade's home and she's yeah. going back there for Christmas, aren't you? Yeah, my parents have retired there. So, yeah, it's... The 360 of life, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. So, Jade, thank you for listening to um, Bold Thinking, Entrepreneurial Stories Honestly Told. And join us next time to hear from people making positive change in the world. And I know Jade's one of the lights in the world, so I love being around. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.